church. Family. Theology. News. Entertainment. Evangelism. If it's Christian, then we're talking about it. This is the Mike Charleston Podcast. All right, welcome to the Mike Charleston Podcast. I am Mike Charleston. Who are you? No one of consequence. And that's kind of how I feel. But uh, so today is a bonus episode, and I am joined with my wife, Sarah Charleston. Hello, everyone. We are. This is a bonus episode. Now, some people have asked, "What is the diff? What, what's the deal with the bonus episodes and all that?" So let's just be honest. We're doing episodes. We just like uh, talking and wanting to get some kind of message out, right? Yeah, probably more you than me. Yeah, probably. But I wanted to kind of do a series on the church and what that looked like uh, from just house church in general, maybe not even house church, organic church, whatever you want to call it, just the eschatology, the study of the church. But in that process, I'm kind of get distracted and I like to talk about other things. And I wanted to talk about other issues along the way with other people. And that's why I want to bring you on and more people want to listen to you more than me anyways. Not so sure about that. Oh, that's right. Um, No, that is true. Everyone wants to hear more of Sarah and less of me. Uh, especially on the subject that we are talking today. Today we are talking family issues, specifically marriage. Marriage. I always <laughs> think of that when we talk about marriage. So in in marriage, there is it's such a a wide thing to talk about. You know, it's there's yep. so much to talk about in marriage. So we're tra- going to try to keep it down to one little thing, right? Yep. So there's a few things that I love to talk about. Uh, I love to talk about the church, and that's obviously why I wanted to do this series on the church. I love to talk about our freedom in Christ, how we're dead to sin, alive unto God, and how that actually works out in our lives. It's changed my life. It's something I've been teaching for over 15 years, and it it's actually helps out our marriage, you know, in in practicality. And the other thing I really love to talk about, and you love to talk about, is marriage and family. Yeah. You love to talk about the other stuff too, but really your your desires are to, your passions, uh, being a wife is family and children and uh, things like that, right? Yeah. Love to see marriages thrive and in whatever ways we can help with that, I like to get it out there. Yes, the problem with my wife, though, is that she is not very confident. <clears throat> she feels like no one wants to hear what she has to say about the subject, and that's just not true. Well, it's just also I'm afraid to say something wrong or lead people astray. Or, well, that is true. That know. is a good point. The the It is a, a fearful thing to lead people and talk to people and suggest things and what if you're wrong and exactly you could lead them in a wrong direction you could ruin their family you could ruin their children or they could misunderstand you they can uh misunderstand you and and take it in a different direction and uh then they blame you so it is a 
It's a very a, serious thing when you, really when you get big, on a microphone. It's a big deal. And when you have people come to you and ask you serious questions and what do I do and my husband does this or what do I do with my kids? And you realize that they're going to take your answer seriously. Very seriously. And it's very humbling at yeah. times, uh, all the time, really. But some of these questions are very, very serious. Yeah. And unfortunately, or, or fortunately, today is going to be an easier one. We are going to talk about date night so yeah when 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 you first and foremost when you talk about date night it has a lot of images in your head already so we're gonna before we get into like what exactly we want to talk about let's talk about marriage a little bit so god started the institution way back in the garden of eating right yep adam and eve yeah he created adam and eve Mm -hmm. that was the first union and that was the way it was supposed to be from the very beginning. One man, one woman, and joined together, they're joint heirs together in the grace of life, right? Yeah, should have been really simple until sin. Sin ruins everything. But uh, so the divorce rate has increased throughout the years. I don't even know what the numbers are, but it's around 50%, even in the church. Right. And to the point that people aren't even getting married anymore. Right. They're just shacking up. They're yeah. like, forget this marriage thing. We are, we're just moving on with life and we don't care about marriage. There's no commitment there. And uh, what's another important thing about marriage? Well, the, also people that are married aren't happy. No, and- it, it seems it, it really is an issue that we, we say about 50% of the marriages end up in divorce. Right. Well, another half of those probably are miserable. At least. Right, yeah. and, and are just existing together. Right. Trying to endure to the end <laughs> and wanting death to relieve them from this <laughs> this bond of marriage. It's it, We joke, but in some ways it is true that it yeah. is, in a lot of marriages, it can be a struggle. It can be a uh, tough, tough thing to right. to deal with here. And unfortunately, in the church, it's not any different than not in the any world. Different. People are still just as miserable and in in the church, knowing Christ. So, right. so we are. We have a wonderful marriage. That we have an unashamedly, unashamedly good marriage. I, I'm I sometimes embarrassed at how good of a marriage we have. We hear so many problems out there and it's like are we doing something wrong we don't have any problems really no obviously that's not the the issue we 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 do have some issues here and there and we deal with them pretty well and and i love our marriage i hope you love our marriage of course (laughs) but overall it seems really simple to us that and we look around and so many people are miserable and you wonder why so we try to help people and our success rate hasn't been very good to be honest, a lot of our friends and people we've tried to help hasn't ended up very well. But it hasn't stopped us from trying because uh, it's a very serious thing. I think marriage is one of the most glorious, fun, yeah. challenging. I think God designed it to refine us. And if you embrace it, it can be the the best thing on this planet yeah. that it's we a, have. Apart it's a wonderful from thing. It's supposed to be a wonderful thing. It's designed that way. And uh, so it can be glorious. So one of those ways that can make it very glorious is what, babe? Well, the one thing that we are talking about today is having a date night. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She, she's always nervous when I ask her questions. She's like, am I going to do the wrong 
answer and I'm like there's no wrong answers this is a podcast and i'll correct you and uh, she doesn't know where i'm going sometimes we have notes but i like to go off script sometimes but that was the next point that was okay <laughs> so anyway so date night is uh one of the ways so when we say date night you know what does that look like what, what does that well. picture come up with I mean, for most people, when you think date night, you think of like before you're married, you go out on a date and you say, hey, you want to go out tonight? We'll go out at seven and go out to eat, watch a movie, go do something. And it can be that. And before you were married, it was very fun. Yeah. Right. It was let's go out. Right. We're, we get out of our routine. Now, when we were seeing each other, we were in now people don't know our story, but we we. We were only like together like five days before we got engaged. That's a whole nother story. Yeah. But we were engaged for a while. But while we were engaged, we would we would go out for a walk to the levee. We, we lived in New Orleans and we would walk to the levee because uh, we were poor. Pretty much. <laughs> and so we didn't go out to eat or go to a movie. Uh, those typical things. But we did go for a walk and we spent a lot of time talking and stuff like that. But most people, when they think of date night or thinking some, something to do for fun, go eat, right. go out to eat. That gives uh, us a break from making something at home. And then we go either like putt-putting or watch a movie. It's right. just something very easy. So Usually involves food, at least down here. In Louisiana, that's for sure. <laughs> we like to eat. We like to eat. but So it's, it's supposed to be something fun before we got married, uh, especially a guy will try his best Mm-hmm. to impress yeah and something happens what happens well that's a good question life happens you get married and they all of a sudden married. the dates they stop gone right <laughs> the fun goes yeah. away uh your 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 life just kind of gets into a pattern where you do certain things uh, your 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 kids start coming into the picture. Well, and the wanting to impress, like you did before you were married. That, There's no need. That goes away because right. you got me. I got. So. I won. I won the prize. Right. I got first place. Yeah. And the problem with that is we're still humans. Yeah. We still want to be wanted. We Absolutely. still want to communicate with this person that we we love, and that we fell in love with, and that we committed to. It doesn't change the fact that we are still committed to one to another. Right. That we should still do our duty. But let's be honest. Doing your duty is a lot easier when you enjoy it. (laughs) For sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it doesn't have to be a drudge. You can do this in a a fun way. So... We are, this is kind of a simple episode. We're, we're only going to do that. We're not going to do any question or answers unless you have a question or oh. an answer. Oh, and we're just going to do this little subject and hopefully it won't be too, too long, but it's a fun subject to talk about. Uh, we actually just went on a trip to go visit someone to graduation and we spent a lot of time in the car, in the vehicle. Yeah. And got to talk a lot about, well, this episode <laughs> and other things that were going on. And we actually got in a disagreement about something and we got to talk it out. Um, so it was good. It, it is, it's a good thing to communicate one to another. The, uh, so why do we do this? Well, there's a lot of reasons to go on a date. I would say one thing is to keep your relationship strong and 
you can't, there isn't a substitute for spending time together. If you want to keep knowing each other, because you do change over the years, you're going to have to spend time talking to each other. Yeah, you actually asked me a question the other day, something along the lines, and maybe you'll remember it, of how do I, how do I know uh, someone loves me or who's my, who, who loves me the most uh, right. apart yeah. from you? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, you know, what, what guy, obviously no girl, right? Right. <laughs> what guy loves me the most? And, and, and you said, Why? And it came down to because they spend the most time. They call, they text, they, yeah. they want to see you, they want to do things with you. So obviously that tells you that they obviously care to some extent. Right. And in the same way, your marriage, imagine a marriage where your partner sighs when you call. Like I've, <laughs> I've worked with people where they will, when their wife calls, they're like, oh. I can't believe she's calling. I'm like, dude, it's your wife. What do you mean you can't believe she's calling? Wow. I can't believe when the IRS calls me. I'm like, whoa, I can't <laughs> believe they're calling me. I actually, there was a guy, and I am not kidding about this. There was a guy that I knew that he had his, his phone, when his wife called, it would do this. Oh, my. And she found out. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, because they were looking for the phone, and she called it, and she was like, what is this? And Yikes. I was like, yeah, oh, you're in trouble, dude. And he was he thought it was funny. Well, she didn't think it was funny. Uh, yeah, well, I guess not. <laughs> no. but uh, So anyway, keep spending time is obviously an indicator that, hey, I'm still interested in you. Right. Spending time with your kids is a good indicator that... You love them. Right. You know, ask yeah. a kid if, you know, your parents love you. Yeah, why? They, well, they like doing things. Well, if I don't do anything with my kids, they're going to wonder. Right. Like, Wait, does he not love me? Does he, he does things with this kid. He does things with that kid. And having seven kids, it's hard to keep track who I spend time with. <laughs> yeah. But at some point, if I don't spend any time, a kid's going to feel unloved. Right. Absolutely. A wife is going to feel unloved. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, what are some, something else here is doing things together to create a bond. You kind of wrote that, so why don't you explain that one? Well, when you do things with someone, it it does just that. It creates a bond. You you make memories there. You know, you might um, like with the kids. I might go cook something with them, and we mess up, and we have failures, and whatever. But there's a bond that grows there, and so the same thing needs to happen in a relationship with your husband. You have to do things together and build memories and it doesn't always you know have to be necessarily centered around fun but just living life together and actually doing something together brings you closer together yes and we'll talk about this later with, with some of the good and bad that could come from this i mean we've done house projects before together and it wasn't always good <laughs> and so, not always <laughs> no it, it's but it, you know what part of that is growing together and learning each other and challenging me that hey like we were doing a project and this is off off subject kind of and it was kind of funny you didn't think it was that funny but now you're wondering what am i going to talk I know, about what, project? what we were doing a project and i i wanted you to help with the drywall um, and i was like just hold it up here and you're like it is heavy and it just dawned on me that you're not as strong <laughs> as yeah, because you were shocked that I couldn't hold up a piece of drywall above my head for like 15 minutes. <laughs> right. So my expectations were a little high. But uh, so we had to get Joshua and Jeremiah in there to help out. And that, that's fine, you know. But 
it's some of those things. And I wasn't frustrated. It was just like, right. really, you can't do this? <laughs> just shocking to him that I'm weaker. Yes. Well, I should have known better. But anyway, so, you know, obviously um, spending time together, doing things creates a bond. Um, when you're at home, you're a side note here. We homeschool our kids. You are home 24-7, basically, with the kids. Right. Obviously, spending all that time creates a bond. Right. So I find that, for me, I have great relationships great relationships with our kids because I'm with them all day long. And so I find that sometimes it, I could slip into having a better relationship with them than with you if I don't take the time to talk to you and right. keep learning who you are and you talking to me and learning about things that I'm interested in. And, and that's not a good place to be. No, and that is a trap that can happen easy. Right. The the husband and wife, the husband, sometimes they work, both of them work. So they're busy at work. Or even if she stays home, she's busy being a homemaker, raising the kids, doing projects for, for the schooling kids, whatever. Right. And the husband comes home, wants to relax. And, and that they can get into that cycle where they just don't communicate anymore. Yeah. And they might communicate in text message. And then that's <laughs> it. And it is imperative. There are days sometimes where we hardly talk and we have to make a point to come together at night and talk, you know, and at least you come and greet me at the door and like, how was your day and stuff like that. Um, but that is, that is a trap that can easily, you can get in a cycle where I'm putting all my attention on my kids because they need me. Right. They, they do. And I want to give to them and they're here all day. So I'm trying to pour into their lives everything I I can pour in. But it makes you wonder when you see so many marriages, when the kids all move out, the marriages start to crumble. And it's like, well, obviously they weren't working on their marriage that whole time. They right. were just kind of existing and going and going and going because that's what you do and not taking time to make sure their marriage was strong. Right. And that is the most important thing is when you're raising a family your marriage is going to be the most important thing. Your kids, you may mess up on some of your child training techniques or you may not be the most consistent and you may give in, you may spoil them a little bit. I don't know. You may not be the best child trainer, but if your marriage is a wreck, it doesn't matter how good of a child trainer you are. It's going to be disastrous because right. you're going to end up either divorced or it's going to be so cold in that house that yeah. the kids can feel it. Yeah. You don't want that. No. There's so many people that have a lively marriage, have no idea how to train their kids, you know, <laughs> right. but their kids are going to be fine for the most part because right. they have a mom and dad that passionately love each other, love God, and want to be together. Right. That is powerful. Yeah. yeah. Marriage has to come first. And sometimes I've heard people talk about, you know, one rule of child training is put your marriage first. Right. You got to focus on that. Absolutely. Your child training will matter not if your marriage isn't number one. Right. So anyway, before we start to do a date night, uh, before we did date night, so for full disclosure, we didn't do a date night for 15 years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Never. S something like that. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember Not the exact, but we, so we're a little different. We have to give our background just a little bit. We're a little quirky as you guys have probably already figured out. But like I said, we homeschooled, we, we believed and give you a little bit of our child training kind of technique that we, we believed our kids were an open book 
and that anyone could write in that book and it was very important who wrote that book right so when you later read that book who was the author of that book well the first few years the first 10 years especially especially the first five years but we wanted to be the author of the book i wanted to and you wanted to give them our culture right. and our culture being a godly one that's right. why we decided to homeschool and we cut the tv off and we just spent time uh, together and with the kids and, and stuff like that. Right. It, it was so we didn't let anybody watch our kids. We didn't have any babysitters. We didn't even let your parents or my parents. My parents were a thousand miles away, <laughs> but your parents who live in town, we didn't even let them watch them. The only time your dad or mom watched our kids is when we brought another kid in the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. When I went to the hospital, you would. Come with me. So. That's right. So that was the only time they stayed with the kids. And um, so we didn't believe in that. We're not saying that that's wrong if you have a babysitter or if you let the grandparents take the kids. I'm just saying that's what we did. That right. was that right. was our thing at the time. That's what we believe God wanted us to do. We're not trying to create new doctrine here. Uh, that's just what we did. That is the, our story. All right. Well, so, we felt the the weight of the responsibility that one day I will stand before God and give an account for what my kids saw, what they heard, with all of that. And so they had to be with me. Otherwise, right. I, I wouldn't know. Right. And it was an easy way to train them, to be fair. Right. Well, that's uh, we could true. see everything that they did. Some people might call it helicopter and parent, parenting, but we were hovering to see when they were going to lie. And our kids do not struggle with lying to this day right. because they couldn't get away with anything. Nope. And we would see when someone would have a bad attitude. To me, attitude was the most important thing. Right. Uh, an action was going to happen one way or the other, their kids. But their attitude, I wanted to catch their attitude and stop it before it happened and, and talk to them, correct them right there on the spot. Right. Anyway, this isn't a child training yeah. episode. So, uh, But anyway, the so what, what we're getting at, though, is that for 15 years, we never really went out or did anything. Right. That was it was a, a treat, really, to do to just to go get something and bring it back. So we had to be a little creative, and this might help some of you uh, parents that have young kids, and you're just like, I, I, I can't, we can't go out, or maybe you don't have money. You right. know, money's tight. Yeah. So what we did was when our kids were young, eight o'clock, eight thirty, bedtime, right? Absolutely. We we, we know friends. <laughs> that like 7 30 <laughs> kids are in bed and, and that's it but 8 8 30 uh the kids would be in bed yep. and then from then on was our time together yeah we would go in our rooms we'd watch a movie maybe watch a show or something or watch a video uh learn read together we would talk we would play some music. We did all kinds of things during that time. Right. Whatever we wanted to do, but it was our time together. So right. even during the day, sometimes we talk about, what do you want to do tonight? So it was all all waiting for that time we were going to have together. We looked forward to putting the kids to bed. Yeah, I know that's a shock. Most parents <laughs> look forward to that. But we looked forward to, hey, this is our time. I came home from work and I immediately had to be a dad. You know, mm. read the kids the books. Let's play a game. Let's build some Legos. And I enjoyed that. I'm not complaining. Mm. I, I, I love that. I actually miss some of that. But it was hardly good time to talk right. to you. It was busy time and pretty much just give to the kids, give to the kids, you know, whatever, training them. So that know? was our date night. Right. That was our date night. Yeah. And 
so our date night consisted of eight, eight thirty, cut it off. Let's go do something. Right. Sometimes we'd watch a, a video and go get a shake or something. And, and then we would talk, uh, brainstorm about things. So it was just whatever we did, but that was, that was our time. Right. And I think that's very, very important to have. Uh, now what we did now, what was challenging was as the kids got older, some of the kids got to stay up later. Right. That cut into our time. It did. And that was a little frustrating. Not that we don't love our kids. Right. I, I actually enjoyed and I, I can talk with the kids all night. That's true. And, and yes. So what did we have to what did we end up doing? Well, so eventually, I'm not exactly sure the time frame when the kids started staying up and when we finally were able to go on dates. I'm not sure what we did in the in-between stage there. Well, we, there was, uh, like, we would venture out one time, you know, or something like right. that. Abigail, well, no names. Uh, Abigail <laughs> would watch them, and we would venture out maybe one night. But, yeah, the in-between stage was a little d- difficult because the kids, a couple of the older ones would stay up. We'd play games with them, or right. we would talk about something, or we'd just sit there and read books. We didn't just let them stay up and then us go in the room. That's not what we did. Right. No. But although in those in-between stages and even to now, we did always set aside time to talk um, on the phone. Oh, we did. Because you'd call me and, you know, the kids would know that I might be on the phone for an hour, maybe two some days. But it was important for us to continue talking. talking. So that was always a priority no matter what. I'm like, I'm going to spend that time talking. That is true. Now, what we have now is the other problem. Now the kids work with me. Right. So now, now I can't talk to you on the phone anymore. Uh, that's right. So it, there, we, you have to adjust this. Right. So my our point is that we didn't have a quote unquote date night. But we made time to communicate one to another. We, right. we communicate with each other. Yeah. We whether it was talking on the phone or in the evening, right. and when the kids were in bed. But now we're in a place where we actually have to schedule a time right. to go out and to have these times where we can talk because the kids are pretty much all up and uh, they stay up pretty late. They're all up and they're all wanting to interact with us, wanting yes. to ask us things, wanting to do things with us, wanting our opinion about things. So, Which is normal. Yeah, and it's great. But when we're home, it's hard for us to just have time just for us. Right. So in a, in, in a uh, date night, what's the, the whole point? What, what do we want to accomplish by having a date night besides keeping the marriage fresh and the communication uh, going up? You're looking at me like, uh, is that's not on the notes, but uh, um, like, what are some of the, the things you can do on a date night? Like just practical, like what could we do? Right. Like right. go out to eat? Well, no, like it, maybe the, the thing that we should be better to talk about is what not to do. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, there's definitely some things you should not do. Yes, because when you, we, we actually got a book. I won't tell you the book. I didn't like the book, but it actually created some talking points. Right, the and it date was, night idea book or whatever. Yeah, I mean, like, don't give it away. Well, no, that's not the title, but it had a <laughs> list of ideas. Yes, it was fine for what it was. It was totally impractical. I mean, it was like right. 30 dates and whatever. And I'm like, it was very expensive. Some of the things they wanted you to do. Uh, but the whole point was to set aside some time for right. each other and to have fun. And I right. actually liked that aspect of it. So 
some of the disastrous things that can come from date nights are usually from the woman's side, right? Oh, wow. He just said I that. I know. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> All, by the way, the email is talk at Fellowship of Believers. You can direct that to Mike. <laughs> well, but there are a lot of disasters. And for what one, do I mean by that? Well, it's just, it's meant to bring you closer together. And if you go out and it ends up being a fight and you both go home mad, like that didn't really work well. That's right. not and really. That's a, that could happen. Right. And how could that happen is because a lot of the times the lady, because a guy is kind of, let's be honest, they're kind of brain dead and they're just willing to like, hey, whatever. You want to go out to eat? You want to have fun? whatever i want to get back for the game you know right. but for a woman they're like oh we get to go on the date night i can talk to them about Susie and johnny you know they've been they've been a problem right. and i can talk to them about oh with this this issue about our house that needs to be fixed right. and something that oh my husband needs to work on because his attitude toward the kids right now isn't very good so it turns into a business meeting right exactly that's what women do they've got their i mean I think some women even have a list and it's like, okay, we're going to go out tonight and I've got a, I've got captive audience for an, you know, an hour. I'm going to go through all the things that we need to talk about that we've needed to talk about over the last week or two or however long it's been since the last time we right. officially talked. <laughs> and you know what the guy's going to do? He's going to check out yep. and he's not going to want to go on the next date night. Yep. He's done. He didn't have fun and that's it. <laughs> right. It's like, a no, who wants to go to a beating? Right. You're like, let's go out and hear my where I'm failing, what I'm not doing right, right. where where I'm, you know, I'm messing up or what needs to be fixed. Right. No one wants yeah. to do that. Not saying that that can't happen on a date night, but right. if that's your weekly or biweekly, whatever time you go on a date, if that's what you spend your time doing, it's probably not going to be fun. And right. a date night's not supposed to be just pure fun. It's supposed to be accomplish the goal of communicating to right. spend that time with the one that you supposedly love, spend some time. And so uh, a thing that can make it really bad is expect expectations of this is going to be a business meeting. Right. Thinking I'm going to get all these questions answered and I've had things. I'm wondering, are we going to go to this event that's coming up and what should I bring to this and what about this? And that's going to cause all sorts of problems. And that's like the business side. But then there's also like confronting you and saying, well, what about, you know, I think you need to spend more time with the kids. Yeah. or I think you need to, you know, start bringing up things that, you know, a lot of wives have problems with their husbands. Yes, they do. So, and Because we have problems. <laughs> Well, sure, but I mean, nobody's perfect, but your date night's not really a time to bring up all the flaws that you see in your spouse. Yeah, there might be that every once in a while where we need to have a serious talk and we need to get away and just talk about some things. But in general, you kind of want this to be a little bit more frivolous. Sure. Maybe you wanted to make it more spiritual, do, do a Bible study, go through a book. You know, we went through a book. Yeah. We didn't make it through the book because I didn't like the book, but it, it created us to, it made us talk about things. Right. It created yeah. talking points. And right. I think that was the whole point. So the book did work <laughs> at the end. Well, the other thing, some wives will expect their husbands to turn into something that they're usually not. So if your husband usually is quiet, then you go on a date and you think, oh, now he's going to pour out his heart and share his deep feelings and his deep desires and his yeah. dreams and visions of their family and where it's going to go and where God's going to lead them. And then they go out on a date 
And, well, he's still kind of quiet. He's still kind of not really wanting to share all these deep things. And then the wife goes home and she's disappointed because she thinks, well, we went on a date. Like, I thought that's what you're supposed to do. You're going to pour out your heart. Right. And high expectations. But the same guy that is, you know, at home, he's the same guy on the date. So don't have your expectations that he's going to turn into something else just because you're out on a date. Right. Yeah. The the guys were pretty simple right we are what we are and don't expect us to change but however you'd be surprised that when you start going on these dates uh like you were just uh, talking to me the other day that uh, we went to the mexican restaurant and i actually just sat there and kind of opened up uh about a bunch of different things right and you're like wow that was kind of cool I don't do that every single time. No, and I mean you talk a lot and we yes, don't do. we don't lack for conversation, but it's not all the time that you're just pouring out your heart, you know, your really right. deep thoughts. Well, let's be honest, I wasn't crying and weeping, but I was no. just telling you some things that were that I was thinking about that I, I was wanting to do and just some feelings. Yes, I was talking about feelings and uh, <laughs> I am a man and I was talking about feelings. And so it was one of those nice moments for you to actually hey he's opening up so be patient you know don't expect it on your first date night and say honey we should have a date night and i've got it planned (laughs) don't do that don't have it already planned out just enjoy it let it let it ride sometimes let it go out to eat go for a walk and see what happens if you don't actually talk Okay, we'll try next time. Right. You know, bring up something that he's interested in. Right. Don't always talk about what you're interested in. Same thing with the guys. Dude, she doesn't like sports. Don't talk about it. You know, uh, my wife is tolerable when I talk about sports sometimes. You know, I don't even watch sports all that much, but uh, I do like hockey. And, uh, oh, but you can't be afraid, though, of the frivolous talk. Frivolous talk is fine. I think, you know, people need to know when you go out on a date, it's okay if the whole time you really kind of never win any, you know, didn't ever go anywhere deep. That's all right. It's right. Good a lot just of people think time. that date night has to have an agenda right. and that it is important right. and everything means something. Yeah. Sometimes it's good just to talk nonsense. Yeah. Just, exactly. Yeah, joke around. Right. You know, talk about you were at the restaurant and you're not really talking. You see something on the TV that's you can't hear it, but you can see something and it's sparking something. You just talk about that or right. it doesn't. There's nothing that's you know you shouldn't necessarily have an agenda. Maybe maybe you want to make it a little bit more serious and and you, like I said, a little bit more spiritual. And you're like, we're going to do a Bible study together because we don't really do that together anymore. So let's 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 do that. Uh, that's important yeah that's fine that's a good thing to do but maybe do that as a separate thing as a as a uh, separate thing from date night like date night i think if you're gonna do it it should be fun yeah i think that's the 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 idea here is that you have a wife fella and wife you have a man and sometimes we don't have fun together anymore it is life gets in the way and they're not who they were when we met and when you got to remember those days when you first were interested in each other remember those days there was something that made you like that person right and we have forgotten that someone somewhere along the line you know the guy just forgot how fun his wife was and the wife forgot how fun maybe you were never fun i don't know but they they liked Um. you for your money i don't know (laughs) Uh, you know but the 
What's the fun? I think that kind of makes the glue that kind of helps you stick together. You know, you got to laugh together. You got to just relax and just. Well, at least that's what it works in our house. I don't know. Yeah. I, I like to make people laugh and we have a good time. And so a lot of people don't. Half the things I say, you can't take it very seriously because I'm probably joking when we're at home. But I think the kids love it. Levity. There's a time for making things light. Right. Because life can be so serious, man. And you just, I can't believe I just called you man. <laughs> but at least I didn't call you dude. I was better than dude. <laughs> but uh, sometimes I call her dude. But life can be so serious. The home is where your, your, your retreat is. Right. Yeah, should be. Right. So enjoy that. Enjoy your spouse. Enjoy your kids. Even I know that's a shock. Maybe right. that's another episode. So anyway, we have anything else on uh, this topic, babe? That you want to bring up? I mean, I think for one, you have to make sure that you you want at the end of your date night for it to have been fun. That's the goal. You you want to have fun together. You don't want your husband to go home and dread. Right. The next date night. <laughs> well, it's kind of like what we talked about when we put the kids to bed and we looked forward right. to that evening time to just be with each other. And we want to look forward to the next date right. night. Yeah. Now, right now, we try to go out at least once a week to just be with each other and the kids can take care of themselves finally. Right. And we can go out by, by ourselves and it's cheaper that way, too. Yeah. And it's just us and we can spend at least an hour, hour and a half just with each other. And sometimes we don't have a subject. Just being together is nice. Yeah. And we don't can't listen to music because the radio doesn't work. But, um, uh, you know, just whatever it is. So the idea is to have fun on your date night. So the rest of your life, can you can bring up those serious subjects and know that, hey, this person still loves me. Still right. cares about me, but yet here's a serious issue we have to talk about, and you don't you don't have as much dread going into this serious conversation, right? Uh, if you have a lively, a lively marriage, yeah, yeah, you have fun together, and you can deal with some of the serious things in life a little better. Because guess what? You're not going to say what? What? No. <laughs> the one day the kids are going to be gone, and it'll be just us. Right. Some of you listening right now are in that empty nest. Right. Place. Yeah. Kids are a great distraction. Yeah. And I've seen a number of marriages end in divorce when the kids are out because the kids are gone and That's, they don't like each other. They got nothing left. Right. And there's mm -hmm. nothing to talk about. And then people will say, well, we just fell out of love, which is nonsense. Right. But they, they are at that place where they're just not, they don't have anything they like together. They don't like each other. They, what are we doing? And right. so they start looking out and they're like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to start my, my new life, yep. and it's not with you. And that's a sad place to be. Very sad. So remember that your kids are here for a short time, but your spouse is supposed to be forever. Right. And so keep that alive. Play play a board game. And that's the other thing I wanted to say is that, like, you've heard this before, guys are to study their wives and figure out. Well, wives are to study their husbands too. Right. It doesn't mean you always do what the guy wants. And it doesn't mean you always do what the lady wants, right? Sure. So we have found that there is something that we do together that we actually like. So we try to do those type of things. Right. And, and for us, we like playing board games. And some of those uh, European board games are a little bit more involved. And 
And we, we, we enjoyed doing that. Now, not everybody's going to enjoy doing that. We, when we first got married, I didn't say, you know, when I was dating you, I didn't say, so how do you feel about board games? <laughs> That's just something that has come along the way that we both like doing. We both like looking at houses, yep. houses that we are never going to buy. Pretty much. But we like looking around. <laughs> like <and> the dream. <laughs> like the dream. We like talking about other stuff. But we, we have found those things that we like to do. Now, there's certain things that I'm interested in that you're not interested in. And you try to I'm go trying. along. And <laughs> I try to go along with some of those things. But at the we try to do those things that we like to do together. Right. Because that's the... I mean, that's the whole point of this is that you need to find something you could do together, find something you can enjoy working on together. Yep. Time I, together. That's what you need. Absolutely. And and I and I love my wife. She's sitting right here across from me, so that, that helps brownie points, right? <laughs> and and so if I love her, I want to be I want to be a part of her life in, in some way. And and I enjoy being part of her life. And I don't dread. I actually look forward to coming home from work. You know, it's not like, oh, I have to go home. My wife, uh, she wants me to do this and that and the other. I don't experience that at all. And hopefully you are excited when I come home. I look forward to you coming home too. (laughs) Yeah, because I can help with the kids, right? Yeah, that's Uh, right. I got my list ready of what I need you to do. That's not true. Okay. No, it's not. But uh, but no, we. I think this is one of those issues. It's a fun issue. It's not anything deep or super spiritual. Actually, it's just. It's. I think it's very very practical. It is practical, but it's also very important. I I mean, it's you know, like you say, it's fun, but it's very important because if you don't take time for your marriage, your marriage isn't going to last. No, and those people that. Or like, well, I'm like, I can't spend that much money to go out to eat every week or whatever. Right. Like I said earlier, early on in our marriage, when we were poor as church mice, right. and we just sat there. Our first, before we even had kids, we we had to get our our couches and stuff out of a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But um, all we had was we didn't even have a, a CD player. We had a bunch of CDs without a CD player, and I had my guitar, and we would just play guitar, sing, talk, read books, and and just talk about life and like what we wanted to see in life. And we were so excited about starting our life together. And then kids came in and, and, well, we had to implement all those things and half of it we had to change. (laughs) But what when we changed, so this is a message for you guys, by the way. If you can keep your wife's heart, you know, and, and, and woo her and keep winning her heart over and over and over when you want to do something crazy it's Mm. going to be a lot easier for her to follow you in that idea now i'm a visionary so i do have some crazy ideas just a few just a few (laughs) and you're willing to go with that some trepidation but but you're right it does make it easy easier when i know that you love me and i know that you know, you're with me. And so when you come home and you have some radical idea of something we need to do as a family, I'm like, okay, well, mm. sure. But I'm, I'm, I'm willing to do that because I know that you love me. Right. And it makes it a little bit easier. And same right. thing with, with the, the ladies. Sure. If you're pursuing your husband, that he's willing to listen to you because ladies love that, that relationship to, 
not not all ladies. I don't want to generalize everybody. Right. But ladies in general want to be heard. I want to share my feelings. Yes. And I want you to know what I feel about all of these things. And I want you to care. Yes. And it's easier for me to care about your feelings if I know that you really love me and that it shows because you want to do what I do and have right. fun. And it's it's the way God designed it. And if we embrace this, instead of hanging out with your buddies and with your girlfriends and you hang out with your spouse, you, you'd be surprised yeah. how much fun you can have together. Yeah. Now, maybe say, my husband ain't fun. and my, my, my wife is no fun at all. Well, that's your fault. Make it fun. Right. Figure out what will make it fun. Um, if, if you can't figure that out, you, there's plenty of books out there, right? You yep. can pick up the book that we did and uh, <laughs> throw it away at the end and, and uh, just use some of those ideas. I, but anyway, I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about, date night. I think it's about time for us to go on our date night, right? Yep, sounds good. Let's uh, actually, go. <laughs> we're not, actually, we're going to watch the episode of The Chosen here pretty soon and uh, the, the next episode. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't been watching that, it's, a, it's an interesting thing to bring up topics yeah and uh discuss because it's not all necessarily in the bible and like is that in the bible is it not in the bible right well we'll find out let's let's go and check it out but uh but anyway i hope this has helped someone out uh if if it hasn't i'm sorry but if you have more questions about it or you would like your give your story uh give some suggestions that you have for date night you can email it to us at talk at fellowshipofbelievers.org. Talk at fellowshipofbelievers.org. Send us what you do for date night, some suggestions that you might have. We don't have a corner on the truth here. There's there's no right or wrong answer to no, do a date night necessarily, except for don't make it a business meeting. Right. That is the negative. Make it fun, make it fun. Yeah, I think we tried to do that at first, and it was like, this is not fun. Yeah, no. Like, we're, we're just doing our checklist, and like, how about we do that throughout the day? And, but right. Anyway, so, all right, well, Joshua, you're on the board, so why don't you get us out of here, and we'll be back soon with another episode, hopefully with Larry, if not with Michael or someone else, maybe with you, babe, I don't know, but we'll be back maybe next week with another episode. So thanks for listening. We'll be back. The Mike Charleston Podcast. The Mike Charleston Podcast.